0: Panda Talks is a podcast that uses adult language and has adult themes. Viewer discretion is advised for anyone under the age of 14.
1: Welcome to Panda Talks. I'm Panda.
0: And I'm Brady.
1: (laughs) And today we're going to be discussing sex.
0: We could discuss sex. I was just going to give some updates.
1: I just wanted to see your face when I said that bit. You didn't even move.
0: I'm, like, so used to your shit at this point in my life that you can't say anything that'll shock me.
1: Mm, I can't remember what it's called. I was going to say the name of that planet from Terry Carnation, but I can't remember the name of it.
0: Uh, it was anal smegma cunt something. I can't remember the last bit. Yeah. It was four bad words. Yeah.
1: In a row. <laughs> yeah. But uh,
0: everyone should listen to the podcast. We plug it. I'm fighting a cough.
1: So there is a podcast that's out. It's about I'm going to say it's half over now.
0: Yeah, I think it's like a 14 episode <clears> thing.
1: <throat> it's directed by Rain Wilson from The Office, and what is he, he's been he's been in a bunch of stuff.
0: monsters vs. aliens, The Meg. Those are what I would have shouted out rather than The Office. But that's because cool. I do not like The Office. Well, yeah,
1: but I mean, that's that's where he got his fame. Dwight from The Office. Um, he's got a podcast where he plays this guy named Terry Carnation. Who basically used to be a big paranormal radio star. And then his wife died. And then he went crazy. And now he's trying to get back to life. and it's Back on the air. Back on the air. Back to where he was, it's but it's a, it's pretty hilarious. funny.
0: Hilarious, but episode three is still the best episode, and yeah, I two think or three, it, I don't know. It's the one with Alex Jones, basically. It's not Alex Jones, but
1: it's a guy who's based on very of it, close,
0: like you can tell.
1: I think it were like six episodes in. It's pretty good, um, but it's yeah. If you got a minute, I think each episode's like forty minutes, so
0: it's hilarious.
1: It's fun. I think. It basically sets it up like it's some kind of a um, audio book. Yeah. Because he starts it like it's an audiobook, book, but it, it's pretty fun.
0: It's great. Um, so sorry for the C word. I know our main listener, McCade, Seth McCade, doesn't like that word. But I'm just going to argue, you know, people say that all the time in Scotland. It's not even inappropriate. It's just like calling someone like an ass or just like an idiot. Just mm-hmm. you dummy. Like It's just a regular word.
1: I, I've always had this thought that's like because I had a friend I won't say her name but she loved to say every word she'd say the F word she'd say like every word you can think of she would say it and then one time I said the C word and she's like oh my gosh I'm like are you serious?
0: <laughs> and she's like
1: that's she's, so offensive
0: she is fucking crushed even I wouldn't say
1: that and I'm just like <laughs>
0: Terry Carnation, please listen. <laughs> please
1: this episode. I just remember being like flabbergasted because I'm like, you'll literally say every word that there is, but that word is off limits. Is
0: it the friend that was at Home Depot and people thought you were cheating on me with?
1: No, it was a different friend.
0: At Home Depot, though.
1: At Home Depot, yeah.
0: Was it the other girl we played cards with?
1: No. Um.
0: Anyways, um continue with your story we have and then we'll get to my updates
1: yeah so I I've just always kind of had this funny thought that's like why do people get and it's specifically people that are perfectly fine with every other word people that say the F word like it's just a normal word in a vocabulary and then the C word comes up and they like, oh my gosh I can't believe you'd say that and I'm like why wouldn't I
0: yeah my thought on it is I don't have a problem with it but other people do Therefore, I'm not going to say it so I don't make other people uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's, I got,
1: I'll say it when I'm driving. Usually when I'm by myself. But, I'm like... Like, the other girl that you referenced, she hated the word pussy. And she would never say it. If anybody said it, she was like, oh my gosh, why would you say that? That's a terrible it word. It was no like way.
0: the word moist for her. Moist. Yeah, like
1: she... It made her really uncomfortable. I'm like, it's a word. I don't know. Like...
0: I, get, I still don't understand why people have a problem with the word moist. I know. I just like My mouth moist, starts watering. Know, my like mouth gets moist, moist. A moist cake? Mmm. Oh, like a dulce de leche? I've never had one. Or trace tres leche cake? We need to make that. I did make strawberry macarons. And I want you to take some to your brother tomorrow so he can decide whether I can stay or...
1: <laughs> He'll have to take it to his kid because I think his kid's the one who decides.
0: Oh, they can both. He can he can eat half at work and then save the other <laughs> half, or they can both come over and just eat some when his kid's feeling better.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. It's just funny people, people that'll say every word get offended by another word. I don't know hypocrisy.
0: Hey. All right. Um... That is a perfect segue into something I've been wanting to bring up. Especially with the episode we released last Friday. And that is, Brady, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate that you do a podcast with me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry I'm short and bossy and annoying. I come off like that on the podcast a lot and I apologize. We usually just do this late and you like to tease me, and you know how to get under my skin, and I lash out, and I apologize. So, thank you. You're welcome. Oh no, you're catching my allergies too?
1: No, it's not allergies, it's a sickness.
0: (sighs) Getting under my (laughs) skin. You know how to get under my skin, and we're back.
1: I only say that because I took an allergy pill and it didn't do anything. Okay, here's...
0: Here's this is how we sum up mine and Brady's relationship. One of the girls coughs or sniffs, and his immediate reaction is they are sick. They're they're deathly ill. Deathly We're all sick. All right, don't don't. And then my reaction don't me is. me as a crazy person. And then my reaction is until my kid like is vomiting or shitting everywhere. I'm like they're fine. We're not sick. So I have allergies. And Brady's having allergies, but he's like, no, we all have colds, me, you, and the girls. And I'm like, well, all three of us, our snot is clear. And I don't know what color your snot is, but if your snot's clear, you're not sick. So it's allergies. Mine's
1: bright green.
0: I'm sure you're just making that up.
1: I'll go spit in a cup right now if you want me I to.
0: I don't want to see that.
1: <laughs> no, the reason that I think this is because I've grown up with allergies. Like, if you want to see me with allergies... Talk to me five minutes after I mowed the lawn. So I, I know what my allergies are. I don't know about yours. I don't know about the girls' oh, allergies.
0: But that's the thing is, because I just noticed so our youngest is teething, so she's a wild card, but our oldest, as soon as my nose started sniffling, so did hers, like same day. Um, and I definitely noticed a difference with my allergies where we live. When we lived in Cedar City, it was different. It was different in my teens, and now that I'm getting older, it's getting worse to the point where, like, when I worked at Joanne, what started happening right as we moved up right after Cedar City was every fall, I'd lose my voice, and I'd get really, like, raspy. So, like, symptoms I'm having now more mimic my fall symptoms, but I will say last year my allergies were heinous, and this year they're even worse. So... But look where we're living right now. We're not living in a city. We're living in the middle of freaking farmland. Like, of course your allergies are going to be different everywhere, you know? Like, you're exposed to different crap. You think I'm crazy.
1: I don't think you're crazy. I just don't think mine is allergies. So I feel like okay. mine would have been bad when our, when our tree in the front blossomed. I feel like mine would have been out of control. Because every time I mowed the lawn around that,
0: maybe you're not allergic to that
1: yeah but i mean i'm allergic to like mowing the lawn and stuff and it that's mainly when i notice is like if i'm out doing yard work that's when i get my allergies but
0: are you allergic to sunscreen when you get it in your eye
1: no i'm not <laughs> and i don't want a, a m&m cookie that'll oh, make no sh- sense do we but, even
0: explain these <laughs> no
1: um but yeah. Okay,
0: so long story short, Brady's sick, but me and my girls just have allergies. So explain that science. I don't... I sound worse than you.
1: I don't think they just have allergies, but you think they just have allergies. I'm but apparently even... I think they're dying, so...
0: <laughs> I'm trying to be nice and not an asshole on the podcast, but like you... You just know how to piss me off. Alright, moving along to my next update. Um, I made a statement. I need to retract that. Retract that statement. Um, when we were doing the... Oh, hold on. Oh, sorry, my throat gets so dry. When we were doing the Who's Haunting the White House episode, we talked a little bit about Um, President Andrew Jackson and I stated he sounds like a cool dude he reminds me of you he sounds like a tough son of a bitch I like him I want to do an anime history on him I famously have also mentioned that I don't know a lot about presidents and I should I think most Americans don't know much about presidents Mm. and today I just learned that um, old hickory as he was known Andrew Jackson uh, was actually a racist son of a bitch and i i retract my statement cuz he was a, a fought hard for slavery and he's the president that uprooted all the natives and told them to go f- fuck off and uh, that's not right and that's not cool and i don't support that so um, yes his dueling story was awesome and i liked that it did remind me of you like, like i feel like if anyone insulted me you'd fight him to the death um but outside of that, like, yeah, I don't really care for him, and I don't know, I thought maybe would I still do an anime history of him, but then, like, not hide all that awful shit he did, and just kind of, like, uh, code chaos, and be like, like, Lelouch, he did terrible shit, you know? So would I do it, kind of portray it like that, but then I just decided, you know what, nah, I don't want to spotlight a racist asshole, so... Yeah. I got there's plenty more cool people. I want a spotlight, so I'll just skip him. So there's my retract statement.
1: Well I don't disagree with your statement. I think it's like you said, you can't you can't you don't wanna put a bunch of positive light on somebody that was negative. And even if you're like Kale, I'm still gonna talk about the negative, but here's a bunch of positive stuff he did, and you're like, okay, well it's still like it's kinda of like the reason that I've talked about I hate a lot of books with serial killers or murderers or something like that in there is they always They always try to They'll like give me their backstory and they make me feel bad for them. I'm like, I this person is the scum of the story. Like, I don't want to... I don't want to have any way to relate to this person. Like, this person... You know, I'll give one example. So, we'll go with... Um,
0: if you bring up Silence of the Lambs.
1: No, I was going to talk about the, the first one. The.
0: Well, I meant the whole series, but... Yeah, so... Damn it's,
1: it. It's in the first one. It's in Red Dragon. <coughs> but the, the... So, the main... If you've seen the movie or read the book, you know, the main bad guy has a... He was born with a cleft palate, couldn't talk until he was older, got picked on a lot as a kid. And I'm like, I don't... Like, why are you telling me this? I don't want to have sympathy with this guy because he's a a murderer. He's murdering families. Like, I don't want to... And you're trying to make me have sympathy. So I... I put a block in my brain where I'm like, I'm not going to feel bad for this guy. Like, Do not try to make me feel bad for this guy.
0: So on that note, two things. And the first thing I want to shout out is, one, I am not throwing shade at the man that wrote that book, Who's Haunting the White House, and who reported on Andrew Jackson, because his sole purpose with that book was to talk about ghost stories. Nothing political. Yeah. So... I'm not showing throwing shade towards that author, and not saying he put a positive spotlight on someone. Like he just he did his job. So don't give hate to him. So first and foremost, but secondly, um, I think what you're bringing up is something that I struggle with so much. Like today, not like personally, but like I see today, is. How many people, hold on, a water break. How many people, like, uh, have a rough childhood? Have a rough past. Something bad, something negative happens to them. And then they grow up and they're like, well, this happened to me. So I'm just automatically a piece of shit. And, like, nothing good will ever Mm -hmm. come of me. Like, Like, you can either let like, let your past define you or you can overcome it, like it's like, Philip DeFranco said it like, beautifully, and I just like relate to it, and it's like you know, like, and I I definitely like Philip did this and I did it as well as we had some shitty people in our past and we could either like blame them for our troubles and my life sucks because of you or I grew up to spite you you know, like Um, I don't like to talk about it a lot because I have a lot of fear behind it, but, like, my birth father, he didn't graduate high school, so even though I hated high school more than freaking anything, uh, what kept me motivated was the thought that, like, I'm gonna graduate high school to be better than him, and I know, like, I don't like that form of thinking of, like, I don't think one person's better than anyone else, but, like, Mm -hmm. For someone that has, like, such control over you, like, I mean, I think I could have easily, like, been a piece of shit my whole life. I think I could have done drugs. I think I could have, like, gotten in a hole in a rut. I could have continued to smoke and not quit when you told me to quit, you know, like, and just blame it on, like, well, I had a shitty childhood. But rather than that, I grew the hell up. I graduated. I went to, like, continued my education with trade school. Like, did what I wanted. And, like, now as a mother, I have goals like, okay, I don't want X, Y, Z to happen with my kids. So I'm trying to be a better parent every day. So, sorry, that was, like, a long run about me. But just, like, going back to what you said. And that doesn't really have anything to do with President Jackson. Andrew Jackson, um it's just like what you said with the serial killers it's like you can like like the shitty thing happen to you when you grow up and you're a shitty person and whatever or you can have this shitty thing happen and be like okay well I'm gonna be better than that cause I am better than that so mm-hmm. alright there's your motivation for the week brought to you by uh, my sexy sick voice so uh, cheers should we take a quick commercial break sure after that Um, yeah, I'm sorry if that got ranty and weird. Uh, but I don't know, it's just some shit I've been dealing with lately with like a lot of people. I'm just like, and I understand it's hard to like overcome things, like it's not easy. And like, I feel weird and like almost selfish and like it's wrong to say I had a shitty childhood because I didn't consider my childhood shitty. But then when I think of, like, some of the situations I've been through, and I think about, like, for instance, my daughter going through that, like, it breaks my heart. So maybe I didn't have the greatest childhood? I don't know. my mom heard that, she'd be like, Eh, eh, sorry. And I'd be like, it's not about you. I'm going to turn off this fan. Don't mind my voice as it drifts. But I'm cold. (laughs) I'm in shorty shorts. All right, well, um, this brings me to my final update. Brady. Yes. You wanna tell everyone your exciting news? What? You're what? pregnant. Just kidding. Brady turned in his two weeks. Uh oh, yeah. his second job, so he will be a one job man um after this episode comes out.
1: Yep, and it was it was kinda like It was weird because I had, like, two-week syndrome before I turned in my two weeks. Because we were just kind of like... We just kept getting thrown shit over and over with this job. And I'm just... And everybody else, it's... I think that's what was pissing me off about this job is... And I I understand it comes from a loving place, but I feel like everybody we would talk to about it was just like, I got to throw in my two cents. And I'm like, I really don't need it, though. Like, I'd be like... Oh, I'm having problems with Costco and nobody's like, Oh, it's such a good place to work though. And I'm like, I'm not gonna argue with you. It is a good place to work. But right now, where I'm at in my life is not helping at all. Like
0: Well Yeah, sorry. Uh, just to add to your um add to that. The minute you got this new job at the accounting place, I had two weeks syndrome with Costco is just ready for you to quit it but we decided that it would be wise and it still is to have either waited for a raise or for you to graduate school and then you know that way because we've been poor a lot so we know how to live tight and I'm not scared about that but you know savings we want to get in a house right now it's not the time to buy a house we're there with our savings So we thought, well, we'll just add to it. So when the housing market finally drops, we'll have enough, you know, Mm -hmm. or we'll get caught up either way. But, um, just kidding. I don't think that happened. Holy shit. But, um, so it's not the smartest, but it just got hard with like, I don't think my new job helped. And I know I also was like supposed to wait, but I didn't want to wait. And I don't apologize for that because I love my job. That's another update I can update everyone on. Um, but we'll get to that in a second because I want to talk about you quitting Costco and how you feel about it. I'm excited. (laughs) I mean, it is so much.
1: It is a double edged sword because there's a lot of people that I really, I really like to work with. And so I'm kind of bummed. Like at the same time, I I keep telling them because there's a lot of people that are like, Oh, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you. And I'm like, I tell them kind of the same thing that I'm thinking. I'm like, I'm still going to come in like I'm going to have to pay oh, yeah. for a Costco membership, but I'm still going to buy my diapers here.
0: Especially now buy chicken,
1: chicken, get
0: good, good deal on chicken. Now that we've switched to coconut milk, got to get my coconut milk from Costco,
1: coconut milk, toilet paper. Like there's certain things that we only, we only buy in bulk because it makes more sense than, than buying like yeah. sugar, flour. Yeah. You got to buy those. So I'm like. I'm still going to be in there, but it's just not going to be like every day. And like, I I kind of left it open for me to go back because I, I never – I really didn't hate the job before. It's just certain politicking that's been going on there lately has really worn on us as far as like we're trying to just get by and do our own thing. And they're like, hey, well, you know how you thought you had plans today? We'll change those. Because it doesn't work for us. And so certain things like that would really tick me off. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sit here and try to, like, make everything good with my family. But then we're just getting stressed over things that we shouldn't be stressed about.
0: I think it's also worth mentioning that at this point you've had two jobs for over a year. And that's a lot of work. You've worked how many hours in a day for over a year and like I know there's people that like like my father literally goes into work sun up to sundown you know like because he's a construction man so Mm -hmm. um like you know that's just how construction works so I'm not trying to like complain but I just think like it's you're tired yeah and I can tell you're tired and we're tired and like the girls always miss you when you're gone, and like, they'll be fine, you know. Like, my dad was always, my grandpa was always gone. Like, the men were just always gone because they worked. And I turned out fine. <laughs> just kidding. I'm epic, Not case. No, just kidding. But, um, so I can just tell you're tired, and I'm tired, and the girls are tired. And so, I think, I think we are stupid. We still think we should have waited, but. Uh, like you said, with some of the bullshit, with like particularly one manager, um, it's just like you know what—we don't need this job. Mm-hmm. We'd be nice to have it to save up, but we can still—I mean, we can still save up, just not as much. But we have to remember that the savings goal for our house we were at it so everything now is extra so even if we only put one dollar in savings like we've already made our goal so i think we need to just sit back and remember that
1: and it's the one thing that i kind of told myself is i'm like it's to be honest this is more of an experiment you know like i'm not saying that i'm gonna be a one job person forever like hopefully this new job that i have eventually i'll be at the point where i'm and just looking at some of the people that work there I know I'm going to get to the point where it's going to be more than enough money to support both of us with with me working one job and to the point of where you wouldn't have to but then we can still use as yours as a second you know income fund money but like I look at it and I'm like if if we really get to a point where like this isn't working I can still go back in like the fall and I'm sure I you know cuz that's the one thing I brought up when I turned in my two weeks. I'm like, I, I wanted to turn in my two weeks and not just quit because I want to have that option there. And the one manager I was talking to was like, yeah, we have a lot of people that do that. Like they come in, turn in their two weeks. And then, you know, either a couple years later or whatever, they come back and like, you know what? I just really wanted to come back or this job really treated me well. And, and to be honest, it has treated me well, like all this Weird stuff like the schedule changes and stuff like that it hasn't happened until recently. And um, it really
0: just comes to that one freaking manager. So she's the problem.
1: Yeah. So it got hard because I basically we don't have a babysitter on weekends. And
0: well, we do my mother. and sisters. Yeah.
1: But we don't want like it's not fair to like be like, hey, you can't do anything ever on weekends because we need a babysitter.
0: Yeah, and so, not to mention, like, trying to do, like, any personal days or date nights. Like, you feel guilty because you're like, well, I know you're already babysitting on weekends, but can you take an extra night? Like
1: Yeah, so <laughs> we kind of decided it would be best to be able to do that, have me home with the kids, um, and not screw up their schedule because there was days where, like, we weren't both of us neither of us were getting off till after 10 and we'd go home and the girls would still be awake and we're like okay well this is clearly screwing with them because at this point they'd both be asleep for like an hour well
0: the oldest i'm not too like she's kind of like she can bounce back because of her age but the baby needs to be on more of a sleep and i'm to clarify, I'm not that parent that's like, my kids are in bed by 9 o'clock, not a minute later. I'm really yeah. lax with bedtime. I'm more about the routine. Like, hey, this is the time that I'm going to, like, K 8 o'clock's bath time, so I'm going to, like, start the tub. When they get in the tub and how long they stay in the tub, I don't care. After the tub, you know, then it's put the baby to sleep, snuggle the oldest for an hour till like, around 9.30. <laughs> Excuse me. And then put her to bed. Like, I am not, like, a strict nap, bedtime person, but with, like, my baby, babies need, like, a schedule, you mm-hmm. know? So, to have her going to bed at, like, 10, 30, 11 at night, like, that really did mess with her. And you could tell it messed with her, so. Yeah.
1: like, there was nights where you'd pick her up and she was just, like, a zombie.
0: Yeah, like, she was just dead tired. And I, and I don't want to throw shade or hate or anything towards my mom and sisters. I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm that they can babysit because it means a lot and this is what I was going to bring up um, to segue into my next update but I am grateful that my family can watch my kids for me so that I can work because I do not need to work financially it helps Mm -hmm. but I've been a stay at home mother for uh, like four years with like a little little tiny gap in between but like it's cheaper, we've decided. It's easier, cheaper, less stressful for me to stay home. So I don't have to work. My job is totally an option. That being said, I want to work. I love working. I love I hated sitting here feeling useless day after day and it's like I went to school to do all these amazing things and I'm not doing it.
1: So Well, I'm pretty sure that you told me before we got married
0: Yeah when just
1: like just so you know I'm going to be a working wife. I'm not going to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm going to have a career. Like and I was I was perfectly fine with that. And so then when you had like I'm like I this is how I grew up, but if that's what you want to do?
0: See, I remember the conversation differently. I remember you saying I would like for you to be a stay-at-home mom with the kids and I said, "Hell no, I'd go insane." And I thought about that a lot when I was a stay-at-home mom, that I was like, I didn't want this. I'm not not complaining. It was definitely a privilege to stay at home with my daughter. And I loved every minute of it. Loved it. It was bittersweet. Like, loved it. I loved that I didn't have to leave her. But at the same time, like, you need that out. You need a break. And especially, like, you'd work hard all day. Come home, you just would want to collapse on the couch and do nothing. Stare at the TV. You had a day off. You just wanted to watch TV and chill out where I'd get, like, you'd get home and I'd be like, let's leave, let's do something, anything. Because I've been stuck here all day. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's healthy to have that escape. I needed that escape. But I did, that's not to, like, shame stay-at-home moms. Because it, it's hard. It's, like, probably the shittiest job on planet Earth. Like, I'm just, it's hard. Stay-at-home parenting is hard. (laughs)
1: Well, and I did feel guilty when I would come home, and I would like tell you all the stories about all of either the fun stuff I did at work, or the fun conversations I had with the people that I was hanging out with, and then I'd come home, and you're just like, well, I've just been here all day, watching Paw Patrol.
0: Well, but then on the flip side, i tell you about the fun things I did with the girls, and the funny things they did, and then you'd feel like, oh, and I was at work and I missed all this. So I think it goes two ways.
1: Yeah. But I think in the end, my thought process was, I want to get good enough with this job where I can do overtime and not feel like I'm taking money from the company. And then I'll be putting in 10 hours a day instead of 12. You Because know? I'd be putting in eight at my one job, then have like a two-hour gap, and then do four more. And I'm like... Or I could just do eight and then two at the same place and then go home and have the rest of the day to myself and not be like, oh, well, I, got, I, can, I have a minute because that was like the hardest thing for a while was every time, like you were texting me every day. Okay, how long do I have or how long do you have until you have to be to work tonight? Because we would be trying to make plans, trying to figure out something we can do. But then there were some days where I'm like, okay, I literally have time to go home, change clothes and leave. Um, and then there's other days where I'm like, I'm going to go home. We're going to have two or three hours and then we can, and then I'd have to go back to work. Um, so I think that's the one thing I'm not going to miss is I'm not going to, I'm not going to miss, okay, well we have, we have a window. Let's hurry in. Like our new window is going to be, okay, I'm done with work. Let's get everything we can done before the sun goes down. And then we have to start putting yeah. them to bed. Um, but, I don't know, it's, I think it's, it's, it's going to be nice. Like, it is. It's going to suck having it's a little so bit less much. money, but everybody I've talked to, I'm like, you, you, you're you making a lot more doing <laughs> <laughs> your job than I ever made at Costco. I'm
0: fucking killing it, dude. So, I am your sugar mama. Well, I think,
1: like, my highest, not my highest, I won't say my highest, because there was, like, certain weeks where I was doing... So many hours at Costco, and I was bringing home big paychecks. But I'm like, you're, I remember you showing me one of your.
0: It was like half a paycheck. Yeah, it, it was, was like, like one I weekend's
1: mean, work, worth of work. And I'm like, that's my whole paycheck at Costco. So I'm not necessarily worried because, yes, we're going to be trying to save money, but we're also going to be bringing in more money than we were. But most of it's going to be going to savings. That being said, I'm like I'm not worried. I feel like people were trying to tell us what to worry about. I'm like, look, you don't know. You know, like they don't know our situation. You know, like I look at it and go, "Okay, well, basically you're going to try to tell me what you have no idea about." And that's what was pissing me off about people telling us how to live our lives. Yeah. Like, "Oh, you better not quit Costco. You're going to need that shit." And I'm like, how do you know? I'm like, you don't know.
0: Well, I agree. I, I, and he stomped all over my segway. So sorry, it's fine. But, um, I, I think it would have been wise. We should have kept, um, we should be keeping Costco. That is the smarter choice. I agree with that. But your biggest thing, our whole fucking marriage has been morale is so important you need to take time to just do something little. Like, morale is more important than money. And, like, I remember we'd be, like, so effing poor. And you'd be, like, I'm buying a pizza tonight. And I'd be, like, we can't afford that. And you're, like, well, we need good morale around here. So I'm buying a pizza. Or we're going for ice cream or something, you know? hmm So, um... We're going
1: on a, a weekend trip.
0: We're going on a bear hunt. We're gonna catch a big one. Nothing?
1: I... I I remember that game, but I do not remember the...
0: I don't know the whole thing, but I remember you like, can't go over it, can't go around it, we better go through it. And then you find the bear, and then every obstacle you'd done to the bear, you have to go, run, run, climb the tree, climb the tree, swim the river, swim the river. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But I don't remember the whole thing.
1: I don't remember either. But yeah,
0: Anyways. Anyways. Um, I will not be apologizing, sorry not sorry, I guess, it's a good sorry not sorry for all the massage talk we've been having recently, um, but my good news is that, um, as of this week the episode came out, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're still ironing out the details, but, uh, I'm gonna start training in aesthetics. Yay! So I'm super excited because I've never had a job as an esthetician and that breaks my heart because I literally, like, I love that field and I wanted to work it just, like, my first job, I guess you could say as it, I had more massages than aesthetics, but it was also booth rent, so I had to, like, supply my own product, which is freaking expensive, so when you're poor, you know...
1: Mm -hmm
0: it's hard so like I've literally never had a job as an esthetician outside of like my grandma's like hey can I get a facial and I'd be like okay and then I just do it from home you know like um so I'm really excited so uh I'm not sorry for the massage talk but just so you know there will be more aesthetics talk possibly in the future because like I I just had the coolest job I just love my job so much I'm gonna sneeze again I'm sorry it's not going to come now that I've it'll
1: drawn attention to it. will just be a jump scare.
0: It. Yeah, it'll come. Death comes unexpectedly. Um, anyways, I just had the coolest job and I love it. Like, oh.
1: Well, I'm glad. Because yeah. we've been married for a almost, almost a decade.
0: <laughs> I don't know what a decade is. <laughs> Um, four decades
1: <laughs> we've been married for almost four decades And nine, nine years <laughs> we've been married for nine years and cause I've seen like I've been here when you've gotten jobs that you're like clearly don't like but you're trying to like I'm gonna muscle my way through it and yeah, just kind of seeing you
0: you work a job for three months
1: <laughs> and uh, it's I feel bad like I don't because I th- I've had jobs that I've hated um, like the railroad I hated and I just had to muscle through it because that was it was work. And then looking back and when they eventually called me back and just remember thinking like it was like that I had this weird PTSD moment where I was just like could you try you try so hard to think about the things that you loved about the job like oh man because i loved going on the train rides to like wyoming and nevada like i liked sitting on the train and going on these long train rides but then i had to remember oh yeah there's other times where like okay hey, you're going to do this job and i'm like okay can i have somebody that shows me how to do that job because i've never done it like no we don't have enough people you loved, Good luck.
0: You loved riding in a train with a man who put aspirin in his chewing tobacco because his gums hurt so bad?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I liked that part, but I, I liked being on the trains. I hated being in there when they would just start smoking cigarettes in what's basically a tuna can that smells like oh. old urine.
0: <laughs> okay, aside from the urine part,
1: I was like, oh my god. I miss cigarettes. Well, I don't.
0: I miss him until like I had a client the other day and he like opened his mouth and was like <sighs> exhaling and I was like working his neck so I was like literally right above him and I was just like like Woody from Toy Story Two and like Al burps in his face and he's like Boom plop, plop, you know <laughs> Smelling that man I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I don't smoke yeah. but there's days yeah. when I'm like nicotine would be great right
1: now and i don't want to there's times i've thought like she could be smoking behind my back and i would have no idea because i work with a girl who's like yeah i was married to a guy who like their whole marriage he was on heroin and she had no idea or it was meth one of the two
0: how do you hide that
1: i don't know but she's like i had no idea and he was on it the whole time and i'm like I wish, she's like, I wish we could go back and just be honest. Like, this is what she said It cracked me up. She's like, I wish people would be more honest because if he would have been with me and be like, hey, you know what? I really like doing heroin. I'd have been like, oh, you're cool, but I'm not going to marry you. Yeah. (laughs) And So, so I just thought, you know.
0: Two things to your, three things to your story. One, I think you'd smell it on me. But two, when I worked at Joanne Fabric and Craft, we do the truck every Monday, and every morning there'd be every Monday morning there'd be a woman out in a minivan behind the Joann's, oh, yeah. smoking in a bathrobe, and her hair was wrapped up in a towel. So we're like, obviously she's sneaking it because then she'd put out her cigarette, like take her hair out so she couldn't have the smell on her. And then uh, three, yeah, there's been times. This before the second baby, I've not thought about it a lot lately. The thought I have lately is, like, I could just go buy some cigarettes. I could just go do it if I wanted, you know? But there were, in that, like, shitty part of our marriage, there were times I legit was like, how could I smoke with not being around my kid? Because I can't do it around her, because I'm not going to give her secondhand smoke. And so I, like, would try to come up with elaborate plans, but I just could not do it, because she was always around. So I have thought about it, (laughs) but not in the last, like, two years so yeah
1: i mean to counteract your thing without counteracting it i had a friend one time for we were friends for months and i had no idea that she smoked and then eventually one day we went to her house and she's like i'm just gonna go have a cigarette if that's okay and i'm like you smoke she's like yeah i smoke in my car like every day but i have the door open
0: and her husband smoked. I had no idea he yeah, did. Yeah, and, and I
1: didn't have any idea. And I was like, oh, jeez, freaking, I had no clue. But no idea. So not to say that I wouldn't be able to tell because, I mean, I feel like eventually somehow, some way.
0: Well, just going back it. to when we were dating and, like, I wouldn't even tell you I'd, like, smoke a cigarette on my way to your house. And I was, like, paranoid. I'd, like, spray myself with perfume. I'd, like, do it out in the open and not in my car so the smoke wouldn't cling to me and then i'd like chew on some gum or whatever and then i'd go see you and we'd just kiss and you'd be like you were smoking today i was like how can you tell and you're like like kissing an ashtray or whatever which i don't know how you know what that tastes like but
1: i've won a lot of bets
0: (laughs) oh you're great (laughs) a lot of crazy things happen behind the (laughs) 7-eleven
1: 20 dollars is 20 dollars
0: Hey, shout out to Tyler. I didn't know you were listening to our podcast till today. Thank you so much. Um, Just so you know, Tyler, our guest from the Harry Potter episode has a food truck, uh, has the best fish and chips in all of Utah. He was at our local soda shop selling his delicious wares, but I was at work and I was like so hungry for fish and chips. I went to Arctic Circle. I'm going to shame the company. and got the fish and fries there because I don't do chips and the fish was just absolutely disgusting and I just was sad that I did not have Tyler's Fish and Chips which sounds kind of dirty but
1: well, and their, their chocolate shake was fine but it wasn't the best
0: I don't hate Arctic Circle I, I go there twice a year I go there to get a bunny with my girls in the Easter and to get flashlights in the fall
1: I know you've ruined her because we went in the other day and she was like, dad, I just want a bunny. And I'm trying to explain to her that it's like only an Easter. Yeah. And I'm it's like, an it's Easter only bunny. for Easter. It's only for Easter. She's like, I just want a bunny, please. And oh, like, and
0: then she got a bunny today for graduating.
1: And yeah, but she get I didn't get her a kid's meal. I just got her. I just got her ice cream. So I got me an ice cream, her ice cream, and I got you. Nothing. Nothing. So, yeah, it was the other day I went and got me... I got me a cheeseburger and you a, a fish. Yeah, but, after work. Yeah, so... I it's don't know. really
0: funny because... <laughs> so, we work until, like, we both get off about 10 on the weekends. And I only work three days a week. And, like, there's nothing to eat that's healthy at night. And obviously, like, I'm not going to cook dinner if my girls are going to eat at my mother's, you know? Mm-hmm. So... We get fast food. And then, like, I will have a dream. This has happened three times. I had a dream about Arby's. I had a dream about Taco Bell. And then I had a dream about Arctic Circle. Because, like, it's always Friday night because we go out for something. And then, like, Friday night I dream about eating Taco Bell and it's the best. Or Arby's and it's the best. And so, like, Saturday I'm like, hey, Brady, let's get one of these, like, you know, and each time we've gone, like, we got the Ar- Arby's, and we got the Taco Bell, and then Arctic Circle, each time it's been so shitty, and I'm like, maybe my dreams are a warning. Like, <laughs> hey, don't eat Taco Bell tomorrow, because you're gonna, you're gonna hate it.
1: Yeah. So. Well, not to mention they keep closing at, like, 9 o'clock. What the hell is
0: up with that? And same as Sonic. Sonic was closed early the other night.
1: Yeah, I think, like, on Thursdays, they just close early. I'm, I'm sure once summer hits, school's out, everywhere's gonna be open late. Because that's what we did when I worked at a, a pizza place. Is we were closed. We closed at like nine every night. But then once summer hit, they're like, "Okay, we're open until ten every night."
0: So there's this Hawaiian restaurant right next to my work, and they close at nine, so I can never get it. But I can always smell their food. I love the macaroni salad, so I always want it. But they close at nine, and I'm off at ten. So I had a client no call no show, so I gotta leave early. So I was off. Um, about 8.45, 8.50 is when I pulled up to their window and I felt so bad because I hate being that person that's like, are you still open? We close in three minutes. Oh good. I still got time. I hate being that person. Yeah. So I rolled up and there were people behind me, but like this teenager helped me. So I tipped them generously because I had a generous tip that day. So I'm like, I'll just pass it along. You know, mm-hmm. I tipped them generously and like gave it to the girl and like gave her the exact like scent change so she could just like take the big bill and then i don't know how it works there if like the window girl gets it or if they split it amongst the like everyone cooking you know and i so i handed to her i'm like you can just keep the change and she's like okay and then a minute later she comes back with like bills and i'm like no keep it and she's like are you sure? And I was like, Yeah, because I'm like being a jerk, and it's like, I know you guys just want to leave and it's closing. And she was just like, Thank you so much. And then I looked behind me, there's like six cars behind me, and I was like, Hopefully, this makes you a little less pissed off about having to just stay late tonight because people are still lining up. But mm-hmm. their food was pretty good. I'm I was having liver problems for a couple weeks. I think we're better now. I think it was the soy milk making my liver all jacked. But anyways, I'm feeling fine now, but luckily my stomach has shrunk again. So I'm gonna be a good girl and not overeat and hopefully I'll keep losing weight. But that being said, when I went there, I always get the two meat plate. I get the pork and the teriyaki chicken. From now on, I think I'll just go and get the one meat plate because it was way too much food. And then I have, I have food guilt. If there's ever leftover food, I feel like I'm being wasteful and I force myself to eat. So mm-hmm. that's a long rant about myself. Everyone's bored now. You're bored to tears. Uh,
1: this is just sweat out of my eyes.
0: <laughs> Anything
1: you want to add? Um... I don't know. I feel like there was something I was gonna say, but I'll just save it for next time because I cannot remember it.
0: And I have to pee because I've been drinking like a mofo, trying not to cough. I hope my allergies calm the f down by Thursday because I don't know how I'm gonna like sit through a massage. Have you ever tried not to cough? Yes. It's Impossible. And I don't suck on cough drops because it ruins my teeth. But I can't cough in a massage, especially after after freaking 2020. I feel like I could be burned at the stake just for having the sniffles.
1: I know. Like, we went out to eat tonight.
0: Oh, I was going to kill her.
1: <clears throat> our kid kept coughing, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, like I'm never going to get mad at her for coughing, but she does this thing where she'll cough for real like three or four times and then she'll fake cough it out like another four or five i'm like stop i'm like i i understand like i don't know where it comes from like this fake cough if like we laughed at it once but it's like she'll do like three real coughs and then like a couple fake ones i'm like you're gonna get like people looking at us funny because we're we're barely at that point at the time of recording this we're just barely at that point where people are not wearing their masks in most places. And so it's like, okay, well everybody's gonna be like, I'm not gonna that's what I think I thought was funny, So 'cause I'm like, if I'm sick, everybody's gonna be like, I'm not wearing a mask in this place. And then if I walk in and start coughing, they're like, Why aren't you wearing a mask? I'm like, wait a minute.
0: Well wasn't it funny that at our daughter's graduation it said on the um, program, you must wear a mask. Yeah. But the preschool kids don't have to. And then, like, I didn't notice at first until my family walked in. Then they all <clears> just pulled their... Because this is my family. They just pulled their masks down and, were, like, had it on, but it was, like, on their chins. hmm And then I, like, that's when I realized, like, I, like, looked behind us. And there's like, just some people just not wearing them. And I was just, like... Yeah. You know, I don't care. I really don't care one way or another. But when it says, we ask that you do, like, come on.
1: Well, no, like, I'll usually pull my mask down to talk just because i know like most people don't hear me you know if you're wearing a mask and you talk to somebody it's like talking to kenny from south park you're like what the hell did you just say i don't hear anything but muffles yeah and so i'm like yeah like i've kicked my anxiety but there's certain times when i'm wearing a mask that if i like i'll start getting anxiety attacks i don't know what it's about i'll just be like Get an anxiety attack and then I have to pull it down and start breathing because breathing heavy fixes anxiety attacks. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I don't know. What the hell? So I, I'm i I'm on both sides of the fence. I am i don't mind wearing a mask, but I'm also happy to when I don't her. have to wear yeah. a mask. Because like, we wore our mask out to eat. And then when we sat at our table, we took our masks off, which I know doesn't. It's like we magically are not spreading viruses anymore when we sit down at our table, you know. I I understand that that's not a thing.
0: So I really have to pee. So to wrap this up, I'm just going to say if we're asked to do it, I don't know why it's such a hard deal. Like if we're asked to do it, just do it, you know. Yeah. And then if it's like an optional or whatever and you don't do it, then I don't care. But if we're asked to do it.
1: And if you get the vaccine, we love you. And if you don't get the vaccine, we still love you. We love
0: you. Um but yeah i'm sh- I'm shaking, so uh I'm gonna end it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um do we have any call outs this week? Do you wanna spotlight any? Usually, I'm like, hey, people from New Jersey, go no. comment on our Twitter. No, Hey, listeners from Germany. uh what do you want us to cover? We want to do a German appreciation episode. Uh, what do you want us to highlight? Educate us. Fools? You're not fools. I don't know why I called you that. I gotta pee so bad. I've been Panda.
1: <laughs> I've been Brady.
0: We love you. We can't wait to talk to you next time.